Monday Night Raw podcast from the shadows. Split doing the damn thing. WWE. What's good, job? Who's that? What you talk, Kansas last night? It was a, a fun show. It it didn't drag along. It felt like it was um, every segment meant something for the go home. So that was an enjoyable. You know, it, it seemed to be an enjoyable experience live, just as far as like just every segment being, you know, as about as entertaining as it was going to get. So good stuff. Uh, open up the show with uh, Seth Rollins and the ALP with uh, Buddy Murphy now. And that's uh, I mean, I'm liking how it's rolling. You know, Seth Rollins came out, cut his promo and uh, Samoa Joe and Kevin Owens came out and cut their promo and said that they had the help of the Viking Raiders. Part that confused me was, I mean, after all of this, you know, bro happened. It was real to go. All of that stuff was good. The promo was fine. The segment was just, it was great. But um, it was just, like, weird. Like, I don't know where the confusion was at. Maybe one would have to go back and watch it. But we thought that the AOP was going to be taking on the Viking Raiders for the Tag Team Championships. And then we got Seth Rollins and Buddy Murphy. Uh, just to try to cover that main event real fast, I thought it was really good. You know, I thought it was... Um, like going in, I said, "All right, well, it's not Seth and AO. I mean, Seth and uh, you know, Buddy Murphy. I mean, it's not AOP. It's Seth and Buddy Murphy. So it's like, eh. But these guys are top. You know, the top talents. Period. You know, and it is a new match for the most part. You know, instead of seeing four big dudes going at it and seeing Seth and Buddy outside playing on some silliness. No. So I mean, I thought that. I thought. I thought it was cool to see Seth and Buddy going in." you know, just have the tag team championship match, even though it's like some don't, it doesn't make sense. I mean, this position is the AOP as something completely different. And it's going to be real interesting to see how they go. I don't want to say Seth shouldn't trust them. I don't want to say Seth should trust them. I know uh, DTA is a rule in the WWE Bible. So uh, take it how you will. But it still was a, a good opening segment, all in all, and a good main event where these guys picked up the tag team championships. So, I mean, what, Seth is like six-time tag champ now? Like, come on, man. That's uh, that's awesome. And Buddy Murphy's finally really getting some, you know, like he's getting he's getting some shine now. Like, that's that's a good look. Like, just with him being from, you know, the NXT days in the tag team and then 205 and having his run there and then going through another small dry spell. But now, you know, having the you know, reinvigoration in his career, you know, it's like, that's, that's dope, and now he's a tag team champion, you know, you run around with top guys, you get top game, top things, I guess that's, that was, that was, that was nice, so, um, yeah, that was the opening segment, I don't want to talk too much about that, because we get into the United States Championship ladder match after that, and it was, uh, you know, it's a raw level match. We know we got our pay-per-views and our events where if there's going to be a ladder match, we know we're going to see some craziness. But if one is going to happen on Raw, how crazy is it going to get? I think we seen Seth and Corbin in one sometime last year, which was like, oh, shoot, that's crazy. Maybe it was a TLC match, so it wasn't really the same stipulation, quote-unquote, but it was still, like, nice. I thought that was cool. Um, the spots that they had... I don't want to call out any botches because that shit was dangerous enough as it is part of my PG, but it was like, wow... You know, just the moments when Ray was holding on to the bars up top and Rondrade moved the ladder and Ray was coming down for, I guess, what would have been a hurricane, but just landed on his head. Oh, my goodness. Ray, are you going to get back up? And he did. And it's like he had to shake it off, but it was still like, wow. You know, like these are the small elements of, you know, WWE programming where it's like, wow, man, like these guys are really like 
superhuman. You know, so shout out to Ray for taking a fall like that. My gosh. And then, you know, the, the, the latter spots with what was it? A sunset flip. It was supposed to be or something like that. One, just from a, you know, from a viewer standpoint, like a fan standpoint, nothing's going to top that Salida Del Sol. Ain't nothing topping just yet. So, man, <laughs> we'll see. So they tried it and it didn't work. And it's like, okay, but it still was extremely painful. And that's something that we, uh, you know, appreciate these guys putting their bodies through this stuff just in the name of entertainment. So it's like, man, we're not going to say, oh, no, nah, you botched that. You messed that move up. Nah, man. These guys were in there trying to keep each other as safe as possible, but give us, like, a really, really good show, and they did. So, shouts to Andrade and Rey Mysterio for, you know, doing that. And what was it, that that big hammerlock DDT on the ladder where it broke? Oh, my gosh. Zelina Vega was up there, and, you know, like, just her involvement, La Villeca, it was, it was crazy, you know, it was good stuff. But Umberto Carrillo comes back after the fact. Don't want to forget about it. It seemed underwhelming but at the same time he's only been positioned for a couple of weeks now we need to see how more the story uh, takes place if he even is able to get over i'm not going to say i'm against the idea but this definitely makes things a little more interesting as far as the united states championship picture goes so uh yeah it was good stuff for what ray's about to catch the ddt and umberto saved him so yeah oh no andrade wins that was lena vega umberto comes back and you know, Ray doesn't look weak now, so maybe we might get some tag team action out of that, but I don't know. Next up, uh, Alistair Black took on Unlo Kale and what had to have been record time, which is what I'm almost trying to do this podcast in. I haven't done like something in maybe under 20 minutes in a very long time, so just as fast as I'm trying to talk about this is how fast Alistair Black hit that black mask on Unlo Kale and he got knocked out. Game over, one, two, three. Shouts to Alistair for that win. Ricochet tried to come at Paul Heyman. Y'all know how I feel about advocacy. I mean, I know it's all fun and scripted, and shouts to Rico for his promo. I say this just so I, I don't want to just, you know, speed on past it. But uh, maybe he put a little more bass in his chest. I mean, when he cut in these promos, like, you know, like he, he added it was small moments where he was turning up. But it's like, I, you know, like, like, I mean, I want, Ricochet, I, I want to give Ricochet a shot on promos. Like, I believe he can still develop that, you know, like, it's not my opinion. It's definitely the the majority opinion about, you know, just that part of his, you know, you know, that his package, you know, but it's, um, it was, it was better, you know, it was still just like, nah, man, you got, maybe you need a little bass in your chest. Like he had the conviction. That was the, he was there. He was really like with the, he, he was very serious about, you know, cutting the promo correctly. You could tell that. So it's like, yeah, do your thing. But more base in the chest, I think, would have got a little more over. Either way, Brock Lesnar uh, F5'd them on to the next segment. Uh, the OC takes on Drew McIntyre, or they attack Drew McIntyre and Randy Orton. Drew McIntyre and Randy Orton had a one-on-one matchup because of last week's uh, victory that Drew picked up over Randy. It was all right. That was, it was a good match. It was it, it went along, you know. Both both superstars did their thing. I like both of them. I'm, you know, I'm excited to see uh, Drew McIntyre continue to get this, you know, babyface treatment and see how, you know, the fans are definitely taking to it. It seems like they're with this little, you know, countdown to the Claymore, but we'll see how, uh, you know, that continues to play out. Uh, I think the fans are with it, and um, hopefully, you know, something good comes from it as far as uh, Drew McIntyre goes. Him and Randy in there, they look good together. I thought that was fun. The OC came out, messed up the whole match, uh, DQ, and then we got uh, Randy hitting the RKO after 
you know, seemingly telling Drew McIntyre, like, yeah, bro, you, you know, you're good. Like, you know, you got you got a little bit of respect, but still, you know. So uh, that was that that segment. It was cool. Good little match. It was fun. And uh, we got Becky Lynch taking on Kyrie Sane. It was it was a good match. Becky killed the promo. I'm already. I'm just gonna go ahead and say she's good now. You know, keep on just keep on going at this point. You know, like every promo she get, she knocks it out the park. Called out Oscar with the YouTube channel eating soup or whatever, and it's like, oh man, that was one of the hot lines. I was shocked at that. We're like, whoa, they actually took it there, <laughs> you know. But shouts to um, kind of Chan TV, uh, and. Yeah, uh, Oscar was totally on the top of the, uh, what, the ring post, the LED post or whatever. That shit was great. Just sitting back and, uh, you know, she was guarded in a way, but it was, uh, you know, it was fun. Uh, Hilda's complicated, <laughs> but whatever. Uh, if you know, you know that part. But, um, yeah, Kyrie was in there and did the thing, and it was a good match for the most. You know, she had to tap out uh, at the end. And Becky picks up the victory, and uh, I think Oscar runs in and gets the Oscar lock in, you know. So uh, I want to say uh, Oscar has the momentum, which means Becky might be retaining at the Rumble, and shows how much she's grown and stuff like that as far as that story goes. And you know, we'll we'll just see how that match plays out uh, this Sunday at the Royal Rumble, <laughs> streaming live on the WWE Network. Next up, we had the Tag Team Championship main event. Was that it? Yeah, I thought that was the main... I called it the main event because it was like, you know, the, the, the ladder match could have been the main event. This could have been the main event. And, I mean, the mixed tag match in the main event, I guess, was something that was just going to be fun to close out the show on a small little, you know, sm- a, a low high note. Uh, but it was good. Either way, Seven Buddy Murphy, they beat the Viking Raiders to win. It was good stuff the way they went about it. It didn't seem like, you know, the AOP got involved too much because KO and Samoa Joe had, you know, they just, uh, you know, they just couldn't help but brawl. So that was that. And uh, Seth and Buddy Murphy now are the new tag team champions. I think that looks good for the tag division. We got two new teams added, I guess, with, uh, you know, KO and Samoa Joe. And we're going to see how it goes. They cut some good promos backstage. It was a lot of them. The show was focused on both of them last night. I think the people were taking to the idea, KO and Joe, and we're just going to see. You know, they aren't really, you know, like, they're on the United front when they want to take out Seth. But outside of that, they, you know, in the Rumble match, they come one-on-one, which is going to be a good little standoff if we get to see it. But that's how that goes. Next up, Eric Rowan takes on Matt Hardy uh, with whatever he has in that little cage and... In the interest of time, I'm not going to sit here and play the fun little guessing game. Maybe next week. But uh, it bit him this week again. And Matt Hardy took a choke slam and got knocked out. I'm waiting for Matt Hardy to do the local universe thing. I actually will start campaigning for it. Like, yo, come on now. Please. You know what I mean? Like, if if the Fiend is on SmackDown, he's captivated the, the wrestling community, then why wouldn't Matt Hardy have an opportunity to do that on Raw? I think it might bring more attention to the product, and I mean, it, or, or broken universe. I don't, I don't even know how to word it because I wasn't paying attention to too much of it. But at the same time, Matt and Bray definitely have a great history together. They've already done like the final deletion, which was great. Also, uh, the, the WWE universe, you know, has their ideas about it. And I mean, at the end of the day, why not let Matt really have his 
however many years left he has in the business, like, why not let him really, you know, do his thing? He's dedicated so much of his life to this. And, I mean, I'm, I just think that he should be able to get, you know, get a shot at his Broken Universe stuff. People will hear about it, and this will definitely draw eyes back to the product. This is my opinion. This is my opinion. I don't book the product. I'm just saying the people here, oh, what? Man, how are broken again? I think they're going to be flooding the raw. You know, like, let him do his thing in a couple of weeks or really, like, you know, teasing it or whatever. But it's like, nah, this is, but it really, like, strong teasers and hints. You know, I mean, it could be a raw thing. You know, I, would it put him back into the championship picture? Well, yeah, but we need to see how this whole thing happens with Lesnar. I mean, after Mania, I, I, don't, I don't know, but, you know, we just rock with Matt Hardy. You know, been rocking with him forever, and we hope Jeff Hardy get well soon. Main event. I mean, Jeff Hardy's good, right? We know he's good, but, you know, when he come, come on back. But either way, uh, Bobby Lashley and Lana take on Liv Morgan and Rusev. It's great to see Liv. We didn't get to see an entrance, so I'm just going to say, and I could be 100% wrong on this, but I'm going to say that they're producing her new track, so it's still under construction, and we just going to see. we seen the little live event entrance she had with the, uh, what was it? She did a Riot Squad thing, and then she had a new little, new little fit. What was it black and white? Last night it was black and red, I guess, for Raw and such like that. So it was like, all right, cool, but she out there with Rusev. Okay, cool, whatever. Her and Lana had moments. We can see that, you know, there's still definitely improvement. But the fact that they went in there and they did make it look like they were having, like, a quick cat fight in sports entertainment, underneath the sports entertainment premise. Like, they did enough moves you know what I mean? Like, I seen a vertical well, snap suplex or whatever. We, you know, we we saw some good stuff, but we didn't really get to see all of what we've already seen Liv capable of. But I think that was a good way to just highlight some of what Lana's good at and showing that Liv could get. We all know Liv could sell a move. You know what I mean? So it's like, all right, now it's like executing some of the moves. And, you know, that that was just, that's what it is. The story closing the match was what? Hey, how much time we got left? Because we're doing this record time. All right, so we got about, got some time underneath five minutes left with this. Lana grabbed Rusev's leg. She was trying to get involved a lot in those moments when uh, I think Rusev had, oh no, when Bobby Lashley had the win solidified off of the Dominator, Liv came in, broke it up. Rusev gets the upper hand. Lana grabs his leg right before he goes to the kick. And with that, Bobby Lashley goes into this rolling spear for the one, two, three victory. Okay. (coughs) Excuse me. I thought it wasn't bad at all. Bobby Lashley and Lana standing tall. And uh, I guess this little this little thing continues. It's uh, whatever at this point. I think everybody wants to see uh, a good match. You know, we've gotten a couple. But, you know, I think it's really just a good build to seeing how all this uh, plays out. I want to say a WrestleMania, you know, but like... Yeah, I want to say WrestleMania, it'll be obvious. So, whatever. Either way, that's the podcast. Shout out to my bringing podcast each and every week. Uh, catch you guys, uh, what is this, maybe around... Well, I'll catch you guys for this Saturday uh, SmackDown recap and review. Peace.